Hello everyone, welcome to Talking Tech. I'm Stephen Jolly, great to have you with us, listening through Vision Australia Radio, Associated Stations of RPH Australia, or the Community Radio Network. There is also our podcast, don't forget you can search for the two words Talking Tech, and down can come the program, usually on a Tuesday afternoon, just after it's been produced. With me, someone who can explain all this tech stuff pretty well, Vision Australia's National Advisor on Access Technology, David Woodbridge. David, let's start with a little bit of follow-up from our conversation last week about the Web AIM study of people's use of um, assistive technology. Yes, because when I was going through the survey last week, I noticed that one of the interesting stats was the fact that in Australia... JAWS, job access speech, is very big. That's the screen reader used for Windows, which is a commercial screen reader. It was a lot larger stats-wise usage than was NVDA, non-visual desktop access. And I thought, isn't that a bit weird? Because NVDA is actually developed in Australia by a bunch of Australians. Uh, Also, you know, because it's such a global thing now, it's also helped along by other people, but I just thought that's weird. So what it led me to have a bit of a think about was to suggest to people that when you're looking at using your computer, then it's a good idea to look at all screen readers. So look at NVDA, non-visual desktop access, look at Narrator, absolutely. Also look at JAWS and another one called Supernova. Because at the end of the day, it's the task that you're doing on the computer that's important, not necessarily the screen reader. As long as the screen reader performs what you need it to do with the application you're using, let's say you're using mail to send and receive stuff to your loved ones overseas or around Australia at the moment, with all this lockdown nonsense going on, or you're using the web to do searching or online banking, online shopping, as long as the quote screen reader does the job, then any one of these will actually do the job quite nicely. Narrator has the same status as uh, voiceover on the Mac in that it's built into the operating system, so it doesn't cost you anything at all extra. Correct, yeah. Now, look, it's really even hard to compare Narrator and NVDA now because Narrator is coming along in leaps and bounds. So I'd say on a scarf, maybe NVDA is slightly ahead of Narrator in uh overall functionality but we're really getting into sort of nitty-gritty how it works with microsoft excel microsoft word microsoft outlook and a lot of people that i know don't even use the microsoft office products they just use other ways of you know taking notes producing their shopping lists and so on so what i've got in the show notes is a link to the nvda website if you want to download and give nvda a go for windows and I've got a, a shortcut there that if you're using Windows 10 and above, just a reminder on the shortcut to launch Narrator and also give that a go as well. So don't just assume that it's JAWS only. It's also available for other screen winners and I'll also stick in a link in there for Supernova as well. Recently, you spent some time with the good people of Newcastle with uh, one of your tech webinars. I did. There was a, a bunch of us actually uh, talking on this month's Vision Australia Tech Friday in Newcastle. And we were really looking at low vision options for using manual or optical magnification, electronic digital magnification for reading books 
as in hardware books, real books. And then we're looking at electronic versions of the same for low vision. And then we passed on more to more audible versions of accessing books. So hard copy books again. So really things like optical character recognition, both on your smartphone, computer, and portable reading machines like the ReadEasy and the Clover Book Reader, etc. And it was just a lot of fun because at this tech, particular Tech Friday, we go for about two hours. And it's one of those ones where we just spark off each other's conversation. So it was a really great webinar. I've got a link in the show notes. And I would urge you to enjoy and have fun watching and listening to it because I think we covered quite a lot of valuable information came out of Vision Australia in Newcastle, but available to anybody around the world, which is a really yep. good thing. Exactly. Now, you've been moonlighting again and talking on a podcast that gets international access. I did. I was invited to talk on the Real Blind Tech Show. And what they're doing is having interviews with people from around the world that have been notable on being very visible on the internet about getting blind people to use technology. And of course, my fame uh, or infamous fame is getting people using the Mac over the last 10 to 15 years. So the folks on the podcast wanted to know sort of my background story, how I got into the Mac, what sort of hardware and software computer stuff I like to use, what I did before I became a technology person, what my views on technology were for the future. And it was just, again, one of those fantastic discussions where you just sort of roll with the punches, so to speak. Really good conversation. Probably went for about an hour and 45 minutes, which was pretty amazing. And I even got to talk to, about my famous car, that the show I used to watch in the 1980s, which was Night Rider 2000. You'll have a link to this podcast in the show notes. I certainly will. Tell us about an interesting little voice recorder that you're quite attracted to. Absolutely. So this is called the MicroSpeak Plus Voice Digital Recorder. And people might remember that we also sell the Olympus recorder as well in the Vision Australia Vision Store. Now, the thing about the Olympus, it's very good, but it's reasonably complicated. This one is absolutely not. You've got a big record button, which you start and stop recording. You've got a play button to play back your recordings, and you've got a fast forward and a rewind button if you like to go backwards and forwards between recordings or go forward and back inside a recording, a volume up and a volume down, and that is it. Very, very straightforward. It records to a wave format, and you simply plug this in via a USB cable into your Windows or Mac computer, copy the files over from the recordings folder inside the MicroSpeak device itself, and hey, presto, you can do whatever you like with those recordings. And you can also delete the recordings from the MicroSpeak itself if you don't want to keep them. Price-wise, it's around about $160, I want to say but it works extremely nicely, very easy to use. So if you've got somebody who just wants to jot down a quick note, um, do a shopping list for a support person, et cetera, et cetera, or even record a meeting or a lecture, this one's really fantastic. So that's the MicroSpeak Plus Voice Digital Recorder. It's not currently on the web shop. So at the moment, order it via email or calling the 1300 847 466 number for Vision Australia and asking to speak to the shop. So there's a solution if you used to have a cassette recorder by the phone. Maybe this is the device you've been looking for. Exactly, because it, it, it exactly does the job what it's designed to do. Some people might like to use Alexa when they're on the road. 
Uh, yes. Now, this was very cool. This is the Amazon Echo Auto. It's a little device that you plug into, well, the way that I did it was my auxiliary port on the Subaru Forester. And then it, that little device was then Bluetoothed to my iPhone. So what happens at the end of the day is I can put my phone in my pocket and I can say the magic word to a lady. And because the auto is connected to the car via the auxiliary cable, I can talk to Alexa hands-free when, quote, my wife is driving. But it's really, really handy if you're one like me and you say, I want to check the weather or you want to do um, listen to your Kindle and Audible books in particular, which you sort, sort of really can't do via series. So if you just wanted another gadget to play with in your car as a passenger, in my case, then the Amazon Auto is certainly a worthwhile look at device. And pardon me for being so thick, but the sound, did you say, comes out of this little device or out of your phone? No, no. No, it comes out of the actual speakers in the car because you've got it plugged into the auxiliary input in your car. Oh, right. And auxiliary input goes into your, your stereo speaker. So in my car, I've got six speakers and a subwoofer um, in the boot. So it sounds very, very cool when you turn it up loud when you're playing stuff off Spotify via the uh, Amazon Echo Auto. That's very impressive. Yeah. There are so many reading devices these days. It is easy to lose track of them. There's a humanware device that's probably good to draw to people's attention. Look, it is because it's been around for a long, long time. Um, I want to say it came around about 10 years ago, actually. And it's called the Victor Reader Stratus. It's like a tape deck, old-fashioned cassette player, except it doesn't use a cassette player. It actually uses, a, remember the old CD-ROMs, CDs? Sure do. So it can actually play any audio-based CDs, whether it's music or an audio book CD. Then if you've got a, you know, we're very fancy and modern and you've got a USB stick or an SD card, memory card, you can plug those into and listen to your DAISY audio books or your DAISY text-based books as well. So it's really a device that does three in one, which is pretty amazing. So of course, if you download content from the Vision Australia Library and you want to access the newspapers, you want to access Talking Tech as an MP3 file, or you want to access other books, the Victor Stratus will do all that via, of course, the SD or the USB stick. Or if you're like me and you want to enjoy your audio recordings or you want to enjoy your CD collection, which is now this is a device in my house. It's got a CD in it now. I can play music on the Victor Stratus. So quite a handy device to have, uh, particularly for older people that might have a fantastic CD collection in particular or still borrow audio CDs. And I want to say it's about $650. So you can buy it online or again, contact the Vision Australia Vision Store. And let's talk about Braille now and a device that might take some of us back to a previous era. Indeed. So this is called the Versa Slate. Now, what for, for those people that can remember or even still use this, and I'm going to use the Australian version it's called the hand frame and that's where you had a device that with a stylus you pushed out your dots in a row of cells so you know the first cell had six dots in it you'd create a letter the second cell had room for six dots blah 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 so they were all in a line you're normally 20 cells across two or four lines deep and, but the weird thing about it was you would write right to left, not left to right. And then when you wanted to read the braille, you had to switch the whole little hand frame over, open it up, and then read the braille that you just produced, which is all well and good. So that's been around for donkey's ages. And this new one 
actually uses real pins that get pushed out on the other side as you use its stylus, but it doesn't use paper. So it's sort of a modern version of the hand frame, i.e. Americans call it the slate, where it still does the same thing, but two things about it. One, it doesn't use paper, and two, when you've written your little note or message or phone number to yourself, you press a button on the, the top or the bottom of the slate, and then it wipes the pins. It puts pins, the pins back to the neutral position and you turn it over and start using it again. So it's really interesting. It's only just come available for pre-order by the AT guys in the States. Um, it's over a hundred dollars or so, so it's not cheap, but if you want to reminisce or get a modern version of the hand frame or as the Americans, Americans call it the slate, then uh, have a look at this link in the show notes. Now, another one, the ABC Listen app. ABC, our national broadcaster, it has a, a terrific app for its radio services, very accessible, and an incredible range of features. You've found that it's even got books now. It does. So it's got audio books. So if you go to the Browse tab and then, of course, one of the first options in the Categories section being in alphabetical order is audio books. Now, at the moment, they've got 36 audio books in there, which I'll assume will expand or change over time as new ones uh, get added or replaced. They've got a good detective series in there, which is actually quite nice. The only thing, Steve, that I find I, I wish they would have would be a, a, a faster speed function for listening to the books because I'm so used to listening to audiobooks at faster speed. But considering the amazing amount of content that the ABC Listen app app has for both ios and android having audiobooks on there now just makes it an extra wonderful resource for us to course to use in australia just go to the browse tab and you'll find it just before we go a reminder of where people can find details of what you've been talking about in this and previous programs Indeed. So as always, you can find our show notes on our Talking Tech blog site, which is talkingtech.podbean.com. Talkingtech.podbean.com to write to the program. You can write to me at Vision Australia, where I work, of course, which is david.woodbridge, how it sounds, at visionaustralia.org. David.woodbridge at visionaustralia.org. This has been Talking Tech. With me has been David Woodbridge, Vision Australia's National Advisor on Access Technology. I'm Stephen Jolly. Stay safe. We'll talk more tech next week. See you.